Welcome to the 9 to 5 Kickers Podcast, the show that ignites your entrepreneurial spirit by empowering like-minded, inspiring entrepreneurs to break free from the chains of the 9 to 5 brand. This power pack show will bring you the latest tips, tricks, and tactical strategies to accelerate your transition from the traditional 9 to 5 job to a life of boundless possibilities. Join me, your host, Mr. Anthony Porter, when I sit down with a diverse array of aspiring entrepreneurs who have dared to dream big and set their sights on a financial freedom. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, hungry for a fresh start, or a budding trailblazer ready to take that leap, the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast is for you. So get ready to kick that 9 to 5 financial freedom and join me each week on the exhilarating ride. Welcome to the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast where dreams become reality and the 9 to 5 grind is left in the dust. You ready? Let's make this happen. Hey, what's going on everyone? It's your boy Anthony Porter back with the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast. I told you last week we was going to be starting the growth strategy series. And that's exactly what we're doing. Last week, we talked about business intelligence. This week, we got to talk about the customer intelligence. Now, it's it's plain and simple. I mean, in order for you to be in business, in order for you to do business well, the right way, there's a lot of people that do stuff on the fly, not knocking anything. All right. And I don't know everything. What we what we need to do is, is we need to figure out how we can cut to the chase. And I know this series is it's going to be long. It's 12, 12 strenuous. I mean, strenuous uh, recordings just to talk about the intelligence is to help you get to the point. Now, when we talk in the customer intelligence, we're targeting customers. All right. Now, the last episode, we talked about how um, we focused on the business owner yourself, just like myself. We focused on the business owner. This episode, we're going to focus on the customer. The customer is the most intricate part of your business. It's not the product. It's not you. It's the customer. So focusing on the customer, we need to make sure that we, as the problem solvers, can solve the pain point of the customer. So it's less about you now and more about the customer. I know you clenched, but yeah, your customer, the customers themselves, obviously, is the key to your business. So we need to find out who the hell they are. We need to find out what they do, where they hang out at, and we need to find out how we or you can get them to listen to you and like you. Because if they listen to you and they don't like you, they're not going to buy They can like you. It's still not bad. But we need to give them a compelling argument on reason on the reason why 
They should like you. So buckle up because we're going to talk about the customer intelligence. Like, we need to figure out why, who, what, when, and where the five W's. I ain't going to put half because it don't. Stick around. Let's jump into it. Let's get right into it. And let's figure out, you know, when you're crafting your irresistible offer, when you're putting everything together, the processes, the, the framework, the strategies, the system itself. Let's 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 not play around with this. All right. Let's jump into this so we can figure out how we can get us from zero to seven figures. Stick around with me, man. Come on back. Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, Wicked Artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into the world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at WickedAcandles.com to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of scents that ignite your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pur- pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. Bark upon that situation. So without no further ado, let's get let's get into this. So the difference between, and I'm gonna say this. The difference between a good business and a world-class business with high conversion rate starts where? It starts right here, all right? It starts with figuring out who your customer is before you build out any products is critical. I mean, before you do anything, this is crucial. This is the most important part. You need to know who the hell you are dealing with. Like, you need to know before we even get like you might know your product, but before you even start marketing your product, you need to know who you're dealing with. Identification is key. Now we have done a series on targeting, well, not targeting, but generating your customer your customer avatar. This is the same thing, but a little deeper. All right, because you can generate your customer avatar, but you might not know how to get them to, you know pay you for your services so without knowing you're going to waste a lot of time and a lot of money knowing who your peoples are who you want to deal with who you want to serve who you want to solve a problem for is very important so we need to figure that out so again as we said in the last one in the business intelligence do us a favor jot down get your pen in the pad always get your pen in the pad with this series you're going to need a pen in the pad Jot down exactly what it is that possible questions, possible answers, because you're going to need to write the question down and then you're going to need to answer that question. 
So with your customers, you need to, we're going to start out this way. On a scale of one to 10, on a scale of one to 10, one being mystery, 10 being your bestie, your homie, your ride or die. How well do you know your customer? Like how well? Is it nice and easy? Are you new in the market? Or do you know your customer? So break it down real quick. Either you're fresh face and they don't know who you are. You have a lukewarm relationship with them or they know who you are and they constantly supporting and constantly purchasing things from you. All right. We're trying to learn who our customers are. So, from a scale of one to 10, one being mystery, 10 being your bestie, your homie, your ride or die. Break that, you have to write that down. So you think about all of your people who either you want to buy from you or have purchased from you. How well do you know your customer? Number two, what is the age of your loyalist customer? And where do they live? So basically like, if it's, if it's your mother, then you know, definitely write your loyal customers, your mother, and then tell where they live at. Not their address, but tell what state they live in, all right? That's important because the ones who love you will always buy from you, okay? So jot that down. Man, let's make it about five to 10. If, you, if you're a business out there and you have a base, make it about five to 10 and rate. Go through, look at, your, look at your schematics, look at your analytics, look at your, your records and find out who buys from you, who buys from you the most. Make that relationship and then where they live at. And it's that simple. I mean, you, you can't beat that. And number three, what is your loyal customer's gender ratio? So basically what that's asking is, what are they? It's a, it's a split. Is it 50-50 male to female? Is it 70% female? Let me give you a little, little piece of advice. Whatever you create, understand this 70% of whatever you create, women purchase more than men. And I say that because us as men, we'll go to the store, know what we're getting, get in, get out. Women, they looking for that deal. So when we see them come home with a ton of shopping bags, unless you jotting down seven, eight figures, nine times out of 10, they've worked the deal out somewhere to where you think they spent a lot of money, but they really haven't spent a lot of money. Now you got some that go out here and spend money because they think, oh, I can do this. We can, we going club. No, understand this. Women will spend money 70% of the women who spend money will bargain shop. The other 30%, they're going to pop your they gonna pop your credit card. I'm telling you. And females, it, it, it goes vice versa. All right? But if it's either you're going to make it a 50-50 ratio, male to female, or you're going to say 70% of women. You have to write that down. Look at your schematics. Everything is look at your schematics. Number four, what are your target pain points like what are your target customers top five pain points think about it what is it that you can solve for your customer that they need help with you know there is a need this is this is the need this is where this is where you think okay this is where you start to use your brain this is this is where this is the hardest part remember i told you 
in the business intelligence, I told you that the hardest part is in the back office. I told you that the hardest part of having a business is making sure that all your ducks is in a row. I told you that. And the reason why I told you that is because anybody can go out here and say, I own a clothing line or I own a uh, 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 coaching service or I'm a consultant. Plenty of people have said that, but how long do they last? See, this is the this is where you want to either be in the longevity stage or you want to be, I want to make a couple hundred dollars and get out of it. Or you get tired real quick. And see, if you get tired, it was never your passion. It was just something for you to do. All right. And so, uh, you know, you have to ask questions like this. What are their emotional and interracial fears? Not race, racial. Excuse me. I said that wrong. What are their emotions and what are their irrational fears? Are they scared of failure or embarrassment? Are they just scared of illness? You have to ask that question. This determines, this determines your people. All right. This determines a whole lot. This determines how well your customers generate, how well you can fix their pain points, how well you can come top five. You need to ask those questions, all right? And then ask why. What is the why? You know, why do they need this product? Why do they need your services? Why do they need their motivations, emotional, physicals, etc.? Convict. You need to be able to answer. Like, why do some people want to lose weight? Why do some people want to get rich? Why do people want to take back their time? Why do people want to take back their financial freedom? Those are the questions that you need to ask. Like, and this is why the why is important. And break it down and be like, okay, if I'm asking the why and I go to the next one, what are the five life goals our customers or customers desire? What are they? When you're asking the why, it's similar to asking the why. Like, this is, how can we say this? This is where, this is where, this is where helping your position, your products as a way to reach their goals. This is where you're painting a picture of them getting there. This is the vehicle. This is, listen, you have to be the engine in the Bugatti. You have to be the engine in that Camaro, that Corvette, that Hellcat. You have to be that engine. In order for them to gain success, you have to be the person that helps them get over the hump. You have to be able to say, do you want to be retired millionaire or you want to retire hooder? And I know it sounds crazy, but you got a lot of people just happy to sell into the hood. No. Take it well worldwide. Do they want a side income or do they want to turn this into their main income? The goal is to start it out as a side hustle and then build it into a profitable seven-figure business. You start it out as a side hustle business and build it to a seven-figure business, okay? Um, this is funny because I never thought of it this way, but this is so true. Who are their enemies? 
past, present, possibly the future. These can be the people with brands, products, service, services, emotions, experience, etc. People with specific hate fluff. All right, people with particular strategy steps and hate false promises. That's what they do. So you have to say, okay, understand this. They probably had people come at them before and be like, man, I can help you do this. And it hurts. It hurts people like myself who want to help out minority entrepreneurs. It hurts for us to. And, and, and listen, we're not segregating from anyone. The thing of it is, what a lot of people don't understand is, if you look around in your neighborhood, like if I look around in my in my city, just yesterday I was reading in the newspaper where developers are looking at Oklahoma, which is a, a, a small city with inside the city of Louisville and Jefferson County, to develop out there. All right which is fine, perfectly fine. They've built up the East End out by uh, Middletown and Crestwood and all of these areas. When you ride out in these areas in my, in my city, you have two and three different type of grocery stores. You have a Walmart that has a grocery store with this side of it. A couple blocks down, there's a Kroger's. Couple next door to the Walmart is a Target. This is in Middletown, right? Then you go out to Oklahoma. They have a Walmart. Up the street, they have a Curtis or Priceless. They had a value market that was probably a few clicks away from the Priceless uh, grocery store. But you have the Walmart, the Kroger, numerous restaurants making its way to the south end. It's the same thing. Because see, as soon as you get to this one light at Outer Loop and Fern, Loop, excuse me, Outer Loop and uh, Preston, and you take a left. And I'm painting. I'm trying to paint this vivid picture for you. You take a left and you go down about a couple miles, maybe three, four miles. They have two gas stations across the street, Circle K and the Thorns, and then there's a Myers. And then you drive over the bridge and you're going up into close to Bullock County. And then there's another Kroger's. Oh, there's another Walmart. But you come down in West Louisville and developers have passed that over. See, they want the land, but they don't want the people with the land. Make, let's make that make sense. And it goes back to business intelligence. They're building everything because they figure this is where the money's at. Not knowing the rich history, there's money in the West End. West Louisville could be its own city. Now we have a grocery store that they tried to close on 34, um, 34, 35th and uh, Bank. We have another grocery store on 28th in Broadway. That's seven miles for someone who doesn't have transportation. And I'm not trying to get into the demographics of anything. I'm trying to let you see that how things play into their decisions and what they're doing. They know their customers. They don't want to deal with dishonesty because so far, 
some of the people in these areas, like politicians, have been dishonest. It's hard for our neighborhoods to trust. We actually had a store around the corner from where I live uh, that was open for a few years, and then all of a sudden it just abruptly closed. Now it's a vacant building. But nobody's talking about building down here. They're building outside of the interstate. So you have to write that down. And I know I took and went off into a story, but you have to understand who are the enemies, past, present, and future. Right now, our enemies are the developers who don't want to come to West Louisville. And the funny thing about it is, and, and this is crazy, and I go back to this because it all plays into itself. It plays a major part into itself, okay? And just follow me here. You're building a hospital. You're building a whole development on a corner, all right? But for these hospital workers and employees and anybody, there's two restaurants. You have a Taco Bell and a McDonald's. i say it again, a Taco Bell and a McDonald's. But yet you're steady building condominiums and what you call you know, let me get you my point points here. Uh, you have the the, the uh, low income housing, but you have a thirty billion dollar track, a few feet, a few hundred yards away, maybe maybe a mile or two. Not even that. You walk out the door, walk across the street, go up, turn right, and go up the street. You're done. $30 billion track. And even there, there's Taco Bell and McDonald's. You haven't built nothing around it to even be remotely satisfactory for anybody to come. And, and, and then when you get here, it's boom, we're going to get there, we're going to get in, we're going to get out. So, know who your enemies are. Past, present, and future. Because they're showing their hands right now. They're swooping in, buying up property, forcing you out so they can bring in other folk and start building around this community because that's what they want. This is the gateway to downtown. We have all the green spaces, two parks, three parks, because there's a park uh, over in the neighborhood called Portland. There's a park in the Shawnee neighborhood and there's a park in the Chickasaw neighborhood. Rightfully named Landon's Park because of the boat docks. Rightfully named Shiny Park because it's in the Shiny area. And then rightfully named Chickasaw because it's in Chickasaw area. All right. Now, the question is after that is who are the heroes? Past, present, and future. Same as the above, but switch it around. Like, who do the customers love? Any people, brands, products, etc., etc., etc. What is it? Who is it? Okay. Who is it? What do they want to be? Who do they want to be with? I'm sorry, who do they want to be with? So these are questions that have to be asked. If you write it down, who are the heroes? Like right now, some of the heroes that we, we lost one and Reverend Coleman, he stood for something. He stood for whatever that could help out the community. Now we're standing with Charles Booker. We're trying to get him elected. There are countless others, but some of these others have alternative motives.
maybe everybody has alternative motives, but Representative Booker is one who comes out and speaks out, wants change. Reverend Coleman stood for something. That's where we're at with that. All right, so. And then, you know, what are your target customers? Face? You're asking questions because you're building around this. And believe it or not, it's crazy because it, it happens that way. Like, there are products built around certain movies and will make you a million dollars. It sounds weird. I know it do, but it's actually telling you the culture of your customer. Like, you know, where they come from and how you can relate to them. You know, you, you, you see, you can use these targeting brands and you can use these targetings for brands and argue, I mean, ads and just knowing their culture, like, We'll take, we'll take targeting for movies. Now, this is fun. When they target you for a movie, 90% of the time when they target you for a Fast and Furious movie, it's not what you want to see. They play it. But they play it at certain times. They play it where certain demographics, and I'm not saying racial demographics what i'm saying is is people who like these type of shows they play it right then and there for them between the hours of 12 and 5 after that if it's a movie like creed 3 excuse me oh that's gonna get played mid-time now don't get it twisted because the fast and furious also gets played prime time Y'all know primetime 7 to 9, 7 to 10, excuse me, 7 to 11. One day, just, just get your sheet of paper out. I, I'm always telling you, get a sheet of paper. I keep paper with me. I keep it. And you're going to find out right now when you watch a commercial. When the commercial's on, you watch your favorite show. And a commercial comes on, and the commercial comes on again, and again, and again, and again. Like right now, they're targeting us men because it's football season. So you have commercials for the NFL, Sunday ticket, college football is starting to is starting to peak again. So those targets are coming. So they're pointing you to ESPN, or they're pointing you to Fox Sports, they're pointing you to the Big Ten Network, SEC Network, ACC Network, all of that. Don't overthink it, but just understand it. They're targeting the culture. You need to target your culture because whatever product you got, start with your culture and then work your way to other cultures, okay? Uh, what's their favorite music? Come on now, everybody knows that. You target through music, you go, you, you hit, the, you hitting the right nerve. Um, you need to know who their favorite artist is. You know, what do they relate to? What music would you listen to on Facebook ads? So you think about it, and that, and that plays a major part because the way AI is going right now and ads are going right now. Think about this: if you pop on Blank Space by Taylor Swift. How many folk in your culture is going to listen to it? In my culture, me, no, no, not many. But if I pop on some Chris Brown, if I pop on some Kendrick Lamar, and I'm talking about the beats, if we pop on some NBA Youngboy, if you pop on some ESTG, Dirt, all of these cats, my culture is going to listen. They want the beat. Then it's going to intrigue them to look at the ad. 
oh, I can make money. But man, that beat is hot. You know what I'm saying? And then they know who the beat is because they listening to it. Just like when you go over here, you got Taylor Swift, Maroon 5, uh, Jason Aldean. You got all of these folk. Music will intrigue a person to listen and watch your ad versus not having nothing at all. I ask, what are they interested? You know, and, 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 and again, we're targeting. This is, this is basic targeting. Okay. Basic target. What are they? They like to shop. They like to go bowling. They like to go to Top Golf. Do they play golf? Do they swim? All of that. You need to know all of that because, see, then that can play into how you structure your Facebook app. Do they like to go on vacation? Oh, you might have a background. Family walking on the beach. Jason Aldean playing. You talking about making money, taking back your financial freedom. Boom! You probably just hit six figures in about six to eight months. We're not going to say 30 days because sometimes that's a lie. All right. So look, check us out. We're gonna, I think we're at the halfway point. We're gonna take a break. Everything that we just went over is so important. A lot of people don't realize. Everything we just went over is so important. The question is, you have to figure out who your target is. When we come back, we're gonna finish this out. And when we finish this out, and make this uh, is as blunt as possible, then you will understand why it's so important. Do us a favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tap in. We need you to tap in. Okay? Tap in. Share. Promote. Whatever. But come on back so we can finish this out. You hear? Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, Wicked Artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. The Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into the world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at wickedacandles.com to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of scents that ignite your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. Alright gang, we back. We are back. We are back in the building. So we left off with wanting to know what their interests are. Now we need to know what their regrets are. This helps motivate them. Like, we need to know what their regrets are. Did they lose the opportunity that they had uh, out there? You know, is it about redemption? Uh, you can take that and run with that and bond over that. Like, 
you know, maybe they stopped uh, the job for us or a side gig. You know why? We need to know what's the regret on why they did that. Because you know, people can be at a nice job and quit and then regret. Oh man, why did I do that? We can fix all of that, man. We need to. We need to understand what are they regrets. You can create an emotional connection with your people based on what are they regrets, and you have to understand that people buy off emotion. If they connect with you. If they truly connect with you, do you know that you have just probably submitted yourself, excuse me, submitted yourself to a nice little, I mean, man, a nice deal, a nice little piece of change. And the more you submit yourself and, and, and connect with these folks, one can turn into two, two can turn into four, four can turn into eight, and so on, and so on, and so on. All right. So you have to understand emotional connection. Hey, number 14, what are the biggest real fears? And we have to keep what keeps them up at night. What, what do they fear the most? Is it failure? Is it losing their job? Is it losing their family? What are their biggest fears? All right. What keeps them up at night? And what are their biggest fears? Uh, who and what in their life nags them? Now, some don't 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 lose your family over this. Cause some of y'all probably gonna come back and say my wife, my husband, the kids. What annoys them the most? Outline advertisement. Entrepreneurs will sell you anything, any of their products, but the info products with the annoying YouTube ads. Oh my God! Listen. Everybody wants a nice compliment. Every if I turn on another ad and there's a guy standing on a Lamborghini, then you go to his Facebook page and he's driving a uh, 1978 Granada, we're gonna have a problem. People are talking about bad quality t-shirts, misleading health products, wrong advice, etc. Listen, this helps your offer because if you come correct, you come with the with the properness, then you don't have to worry about it, but don't mislead your people. Don't don't have them, don't have you become one of their life names because it can be a problem for you. Folk talk. Folk really do talk. Mm. Excuse me. All right. So who and what drives their guilt? Remember, we're writing all of this down because this is very important. Who and what drives their guilt? All right. So you answer that question, you win a million bucks. Do you want to provide more for the, do they want to provide more for their family? Do they want to retire? Their parents pay off their mortgage. Do you want to feed a starving child? Do you want to donate to St. Jude's? Do you want to donate to autism? Do you want to donate what feeds them? What drives them? What is, you know, what, what, what makes their engine go? Uh, who does your product really, what does, excuse me, I'm sorry. What does your product really solve? So basically what you're asking is, is when it comes to your products or any of your products, you've listed. What does it help? I mean, how does it help? I mean, like, really? Uh, is it solving freedom? Is it solving heart condition, disease, health, poverty, anxiety? Be specific. 
Be very, very, very specific. Specific. I said specific, Lord Jesus. Be specific, man. Don't beat around the bush and mislead folk. Let them know straight off the top what, what it is. You let them know what it is, man, and we all good. You don't let them know what it is, you're going to have a problem, man. And if you're not understanding, remember, no matter where you work at, I, there's always been a saying, the customer's always right. Regardless of if they were wrong, they always right. And then last, but I think last but not least in this segment, yeah, last but not least in this segment is what visual symbols and metaphors best represent you and your business? So you need to basically, now you're telling the customer about yourself for real. See, what you've done is, is you've gone through and you've looked at your customer and you've built out this roadmap and this mind map and this mind map is now to help you explain to them how you, you are becoming the authority figure. You can help them out. That's what this is about. Man. It's not about nothing else. It's all about you. Okay. So let's swing over. Let's take another quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about the fears and dreams of your customers and why they matter. And we're gonna, I mean, that's important, you know. So we're gonna talk about it now. Y'all stay tuned. Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, wicked artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. The Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into a world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at wickedacandles.com to discover extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of sense that ignites your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pur- pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. Okay, we are back for the third and final segment of the customer intelligence the growth strategies customer intelligence series this is, this is part two of the growth strategies that we're putting together here for, for our customers for our listeners uh, for our viewers uh, don't forget do us a favor subscribe and follow subscribe to the 95 kickers podcast on youtube uh, search for us on Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Google Music, uh, all of the most important yet civil streaming platforms out there. All right now, as mentioned earlier, people buy off emotion. They buy out of fear. If they feel like they're gonna lose more than they're gonna gain, then they're gonna buy. I do it all the time. I buy courses. I just want to know. I just want to, I just want to know. No, 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 no. I really want to know. Like, I truly want to know what is different from one course to another. 
So if you know that what their nightmares are and what their fears are, what they fear to lose the most, then you are able to appeal to that loss and provide the solution. One of the key points, the key theories and frameworks in the sales psychology and sales copy is taking the customer through a journey so they can realize, I mean, this is what we do. This, this is not no big secret. It's we're taking them through a journey. You know, Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels, he's the vehicle. I use ClickFunnels. I use System.io. These are my sales funnels that I use. My hosting platforms, I, my system is an all-in-one business. My ClickFunnels is, I need to get you to the point, all right? And in order to really know, you need to connect. In order to know your customer, you really need to connect with your customer. You really need to dive deep, dig on, listen. I don't know if y'all remember there was a movie with LL Cool J and Omar Epps called Into Deep. Omar Epps was a cop. In order for him to get close to God, which was LL Cool J's role in the movie Into Deep, he had to dive deep. He had to do things he did not want to do. Jay Hood was the man. All right. But he had to transform himself. He did what he had to do. He had to make them feel and think that he was a part of them. Even though it was their, it, it was a fantasy, it's fantastic, but he played off of their emotion. They wanted somebody they could trust. He was that guy. So, what are the personal dreams and outcomes and ultimate goals? That's what you need to do. So I have two important questions you need to think about. We're going to write that down and then we'll be practically done. So the first question is you need to write down is what is your customer's worst case scenario? What situation would ruin their life or something that they do anything to avoid? Like, what is it that they avoid the most? What could possibly just ruin their life to where they're just like, man, I'm not doing that. I don't know. I'm like, I can't. I just can't. You have to describe that. You have to dig deep inside of your customer's mind. Like you, like you, you ever watch a Hitchcock movie and how they, they remember Psycho and the mother and we always thought it was Norman and it was his crazy mama. You have to dig deep. You have to speak the language. You have to. You, you don't. If you from the hood, talk hood. Don't get up here and change who you are. Period. You dig? If you're from the suburbs, hey, buddy. Be from the suburbs. But don't get up here talking tech because that's, that, that rubbish would lose customers. All right? You have to get them to dig deep. Their irrational fears. Get them to admit things that they just do not want to admit. That helps you out in the long run. Number two, what is the ultimate dream scenario? Like, what is their fantasy situation? That's a question. What is, what's your fantasy situation? We ain't talking about Luda either. We talking about what's your fantasy situation? You know, what do they want to achieve? That's the question. Like, what, what is it that they want to achieve? Is it love? Is it to have the ultimate income and be crazy rich beyond their dreams? Is it to have unconditional love? 
Maybe it's to, you know, be able to walk again. Maybe it's to be able to sleep again. Listen, I know what that sleeping again feels like. Because me, myself, I suffer from depression. I suffer from mental health, anguish. I don't sleep. I figure out how to do my job and do my do my podcast and all in between the time of catching 10 minute power naps. It's unhealthy. So I'm trying to figure out how to free my mind. All right. So you have to use the feedback of their testimonials to your advantage. And this will be hugely helpful for those sales copies that you're going to use. All right. Because we're going to get into sales copy. We're going to get into a lot of things. Um, and again, write it down. So all you have to do is write it down. If you write it down, it's a, it's amazing. All right. But you have to write it down. Speak the language. And I, I, I kid you not, man. Take some action points, man. Complete the questionnaire in this section. Uh, matter of fact, if you didn't get a chance to write it down, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and try to upload it. Uh, complete the questionnaire. Establish your customer fears and dreams. Save your answers in the document. Always go back and review them. As you start to scale, go back and see and see what you can tweak. All right. So we have come to the end and I want to thank you. I truly want to thank you for stopping by and kicking it with us today. But you know what you need to do. You need to subscribe to the channel. You need to tell a friend to tell a friend. You need to follow us on all social networks. We're building a community, man. We have to build a community. If we're going to talk about building generational wealth, and it starts with these growth strategies because you can't build wealth if you don't have the funds to build wealth. Okay? You can't build wealth if you don't have the funds to build wealth. So it starts there. And we're going to go ahead and finish that. So what we need to do is we need to build a community. Like-minded people. No BSing. We want you inside the community. Help it out. If you, It's not to get in here and solicit anything. What it is is the community itself. As we're working on the community. It's for you to get in there and bounce ideas off of each other. Probably network and partner up with some things. And start building up your community. A lot of people say it's taking advantage of the, the less fortunate. No. Because if you start to put grocery stores and fruit markets where you can get fresh fruits and veggies not only are you helping out the folk in the community but you're helping out people in your particular culture and I know it sounds crazy but it's really that way so get ready because the next episode we're going to discuss itself is definitely going to be another one for the ages. We are going to talk about the competitive intelligence. Now we're going to talk about the competition. In next week's episode, we're going to definitely talk about the competition and the intelligence process. We are building the frameworks. We are trying to get everything done. We want you to be, be ready to get everything done. 
once you get everything done it makes it a whole lot easier whole lot easier for you to build generational wealth and for you to succeed to become from zero to seven figures go from broke to boss building that community building up that 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 whole immaculate business that you've strung you strive you that's what we're here for man. we're not gonna go too deep either Hey, it's your boy Anthony Porter with the 95 Kickers Podcast. Check us out, 95 Kickers Podcast. Also, check out check us out on uh, YouTube, the 95 Kickers, where we are uploading content on how to get these side hustles done. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna see y'all when I see y'all, man. Peace.